Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. Okay, continuing with Masecha Kiddushin, we're on the fourth and final Perek, Perek Dalet, Mishnah Dalet. The Mishnah here teaches us that a Kohen, Midrabanan, rabbinically, is required to check a woman's lineage before marrying her. And uh, these Mishnayot now describe how he must check. If he wants to marry a woman who is a daughter of a Kohen, he must check into her lineage by determining that um, four of her female ancestors have no disqualification. Which means that he must uh, check eight female ancestors in total, both from the mother's side and the father's side. So what are those? The Mishnah begins to list. Number one, Ima, the woman's mother. Ve'em Ima and the woman's mother's mother, their grandmother. Ve'em avi ima ve'ima. The woman's father's, the woman's mother's father's mother and her mother. Ve'em aviya ve'ima, the woman's father's mother and her mother. Ve'em avi aviya ve'ima, the woman's father's father's mother and her mother. That's all for, those are the eight. Leviya ve'israelit, if a Kohen wishes to marry the daughter of a Levi or Israel, Mosifin Alea Odehat. Then we add one more generation of female ancestors to those who must be checked, so it equals 12 ancestors. We don't need to check the eligibility of a, of a Kohen who brought Korbanot on the Mizbeach or anyone higher up in his family. Uh, meaning, once they've served in the Beit HaMikdash, we can assume that they were legitimate. And there's no need to check, uh, meaning the, the Bet HaMikdash has done their own homework already about these Kohanim. Bin huh? Bin yeah. Also, we, uh, one does not need to check on uh, a, a Levi, a Levi who stood on the Dukhan, on the platform in the Bet HaMikdash to sing, or any higher up, again, because they've been vetted, they've been, they're there, they're singing, it's, just, it's good. Someone doesn't need to check a judge on a Sanhedrin or any, any, uh, anyone higher up because they also had no dis- disqualification. Anyone whose ancestors have no, been known to be public officials, so that this could be judges in monetary cases, worked in the Batedin, or charity collectors, they can marry their daughters to the Kehuna. And there's no need to check their ancestors. Rabbi Yosef says, Even um, someone who signed as a witness in uh, the court records of the town of Yeshana, which is near Tzipori, he also doesn't need to be uh, uh, checked. So basically, again, they made sure that every person over there that signed and was an Ed had no disqualification in their lineage. Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos Omer, Rabbi Hanina ben Antignos said, Af muhtav shel melech. Uh, Someone who was listed as a soldier in David Melech's army also doesn't need to have his ancestors uh, uh, checked. Uh, the Rabbi Bartenura explains that David Melech 
only took men without marital disqualification. That was part of the uh, checklist. Okay, you had to be, you had to be of, of, of clean, clean lineage. And the reason was so that they could have the zechuyot to act as protection. Right? When you know you're, when you know you're clean all the way up, then you know you have a better chance of being protected. Yeah, so if, if one of the if one of the parent or grandparent whatever was a mamzer or mamzeret, then it uh, kind of uh, twisted a little bit. Yeah, he wouldn't. David Amelech, that's what uh, Rabbi. Uh, yeah. Or if a hal- again, if you're dealing with a kohen, then it could be a halal, right? So depending on what you're doing. speaking of halal. Bat halal zach. This is Mishnah Vav. Bat halal zachar, the daughter of a male halal, pesula min hakeuna, is disqualified from marrying into the keuna. She has a halala. She cannot marry a kohen leolam, and that disqualification goes forever. A halal passes his status down to his son, him to his son, and so on. Male descendants and the daughter of any of these descendants is considered a halala who may not marry Kohen. Yisrael shenasa halala, but if a Yisrael marries a halala, bito keuna, his daughter is fit to marry into the Kohen, the keuna, meaning she's not a halala. The status of halala does not, is not passed down from the female down, it's passed down from the male. Halal shenasa bat Yisrael, but if a halal married a Yisrael girl, her, his daughter is unfit to marry to the keuna because the daughter of a halal, a male halal, is a halala like we mentioned. Rabbi Yudah Omer, Rabbi Yudah says, Bat ger zachar kebat halal zachar. The daughter of a male convert is like the daughter of a male halal. Meaning just like the male halal passes down the, his, the status of halal, halal to his daughter, so too a male convert passes his status down to his daughter. So a, con- so a male convert has a daughter, that daughter cannot marry a kohen because she is a gior, she's still considered a gioret. Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer Mishnah Zayn, Israel Shenasa, these are, this is now, Mishnah Zayn gives different opinions with regards to the converts. Israel If a Israel married a female convert, Bito He says that his daughter is fit to marry into the keuna. She does not have a status of a convert. So he argues with Rabbi Uda of the previous Mishnah. Veger bat Israel, and a male convert who marries a daughter of Israel, Bito His daughter is fit to marry into the keuna. Aval. But if a male convert married a female convert, that union who, that uh, created that daughter, that daughter is unfit to marry into Keuna. So he would hold that a, the status of Ger is passed down to a convert's children only if both parents are converts. That's the opinion of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. Rabbi Eliezer, he says more, regarding both converts or free Canaanite slaves, even up to 10 generations have passed since they converted or they were, or they were freed. They have the status of converts and the, the females cannot marry Israel unless the descendant's mother or father is a regular Jew. As long as one of them is a regular Jew, that's when the child can marry a Kohen. Rabbi Yosei Omer, Rabbi Yosei, last opinion in the Mishnah, Av ger shenasa giyoret. 
even if a male convert marries a female convert, he's the most lenient. He says, once um, the, uh, a convert and a, a female convert get married and have a child, that daughter is no longer considered a convert and they can marry into the Kehuna because the status of convert does not pass down uh, to the children. Let's do one more Mishnah. If a father says, this son of mine is a mamzer. My son's a mamzer. He's not believed because a person is not believed to testify about his close relatives. Even if the husband and the wife both say that the baby inside of me is a mamzer. Okay? They are not, um, they are not believed. Um, and, and, and the hidush is because even though the mother is certain you would think the mother, the mother is st- certain that this child is not hers. She's not believed to say that her child is a mamzer. Rabbi Uda, oh man, Rabbi Uda argues and he says, Ne'emanim. In both cases, the father's believed because the father's believed to say that his child is a mamzer. And, and especially in the second case where they're both saying that the child is a mamzer. Um, and, uh, and therefore, it, he holds that, that, um, that the child could be a mamzer. But according to the Tanakama, you would still need two qualified witnesses to say that that baby, that fetus, has the status of a, of a mamzer. Okay, we'll stop here. We'll continue tomorrow.